Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota of Brookhaven has been voted best new car dealership in Southwest Mississippi four years in a row. Come see the difference. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota of Brookhaven, we deliver. Reminding you why we all love living in Mississippi. It's the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. I really enjoyed that conversation with Josh Morgan. We're really um, fortunate, actually, to have access to Josh. His experience chasing hurricanes around the world, which if he if there were one, he would have the Guinness Book of World's Records for the largest number of eye walls that he's penetrated. His experience inside those eye walls, incidentally, is creating a lot of important scientific information. And he's also capturing lots of videos and lots of content for his reality TV show and for Weather Nation and so on that actually I think helps people who may have uh, question marks about whether they need to lead certain categories of storms. They can watch those shows and draw their own conclusions about what they're hearing from their local uh, their local emergency uh, officials who say get out or you don't need to get out or certainly if you're in low-lying areas you need to get out. You can watch those videos and I think ultimately Josh is not only informing, but he's also helping to save some lives. So it's great to have access to Josh, and he's a smart guy. He's a hurricane historian on top of everything else. So I really enjoy visiting with Josh. Okay, now we're going to shift gears and move over to my friend, Jimmy Rafferty. I've uh, known the Rafferty uh, uh, family uh, most of my life and uh, know Jimmy's brother really well. And it's been, I I didn't realize this until I checked this morning, it has been uh, September 2021 since Jimmy and I last talked, so you know, that's on us at, at the Ricky Matthews Show. we got to do a better job of reaching back out to Jimmy. But, uh, Jimmy, how you doing, my friend? I'm going fine. Thank you very much for having me. So the mayor of Pascris Jam, when you and I talked um, early on, I think it may have been right after you were elected, or maybe it was, it was before you were elected, we talked about the 35 years that you had in business. Uh, you worked in some for some very significant companies, had a, a, a HR background, an organizational development background. How has that served you as the mayor? Well, I think that's the number one thing. It's almost as though you know my prior experience prepared me for this role because it's all about bringing people together. And, you know, people have different views and, and different lenses, how they view things. And you have to find a way to connect with them and bring them together. I mean, I've had some challenges even working with our board, many of which had been in politics a, a long time before I had. They had a lot more experience at it. So I had to learn from them and learn some of their techniques and so forth and then find ways to build those bridges and bring people together. Well, Jimmy, one of the things that I've learned well as a publisher and as just a passionate, you know, citizen here in coastal Mississippi, as you and I have discussed before, and as I, as I try to say as often as I can here, is that coastal Mississippi is a very strong region. It's an economic engine that drives the state of Mississippi. But it's a collection of small communities, each with their own special sense of place. And I think 
currently, if you look at the the, the current slate of mayors that we have, uh, from over in Moss Point with, with with Mayor Billy Knight, who in his 80s has yeah. reincarnated yeah. himself once again and provides inspiration and leadership every day. It's just incredible what he's doing. The mayor of Pascagoula, the mayor had a recent conversation with uh, Kenny Holloway in Ocean Springs to talk about urban renewal and this balance that you guys have to work hard. I mean, every mayor talks about the same thing, whether it's Fofo or Billy, you, they all talk about the same thing. How do you preserve the incredible sense of place that have made your city uniquely special and, and, and those characteristics are what adds to this region? How do you do that? And also it's simultaneously, you know, increase the economic base of the city, diversify the city, make it a better place to live. Every mayor wrestles with that. But we do have a really good slate of mayors right now, don't we? We, we do. And, and what's amazing here in Harrison County, we have what's called the Harrison County Utility Authority. So every other week I get together with all of the mayors from Harrison County and, and I'm the newest one. And so, you know, they've been like mentors, you know, Fofo and, and Billy and so forth. And it's just been a great learning experience for me. And then you mentioned Billy Knight. I mean, I, I didn't know that he was 83 years old until I read the article. He's an amazing man. And look at some of the challenges he's had to you know, put up with. So it's just a, a, a very inspirational kind of guy. Well, see, all of you guys had success in your real world lives. Yeah. And in your in your older, more wise years, you're, you've all made the judgment to come back and give back to your cities. And uh, there's something to be said for that. I mean, and here's the other thing I love, and we'll come back to specifically Pastor Shannon in just a second. But what I love is the point that you just made. The mayors are getting together. You're having regular conference calls, um, not only not only within Harrison County, but really the three coast counties. Right. And the the right. fact that these mayors are coming together. You're competitive with one another. But at the same time, you can put those competitions aside and recognize that we have common issues as a, as a region. And um, you know, no one man, or in this case, they're all men, but if they're a woman, it would, be, it would be applied as well. But no one mayor puts themselves in a position where they're more important than the others. You know, the, the fact is, a, a rising tide for coastal Mississippi under sort of the one coast or south Mississippi approach uh, is going to list all the cities. And you guys understand that, don't you? We really do. And I tell you, it's just like, you know, Pastor Shan, we were very fortunate to win a, a, an award of Coastal Mississippi, one of the best places, you know, to be from this Coastal Magazine. The next day I got an email from Billy Hughes just saying, look, a win for Pastor Shan is a win for the coast. So, you know, it's things like that. And he's been one of the biggest proponents of one coast. We just went up to the Neshoba County Fair and he helped arrange it. Every coastal city, bring your things to Gulfport and they'll ship them up there for you. And then you had General Joe Spragans up there with the DMR. They're frying oysters the night before. The next day it was one coast day. What better way to market the coast? And we're all together. It was just amazing. I, I can't tell you how important that is. And of course, Billy and I have had many conversations about that. When I became publisher of the Sun Herald in 2001, we caught, we cranked up what we called our South Mississippi strategy. We really wanted to focus on the Sun Herald serving the region, so that we could teach people in Hancock County what was going on in Jackson County and so on. So we really worked hard on that. Billy, because he had been such a, a an excellent, he was Senate Pro Tem leader. I mean, this guy, you ran for statewide office, had been 
been in the in the legislature for a number of years. The way that he's parlayed that experience as a mayor to to help sort of broaden the coastal initiative for all of us has been has been really terrific. So I think you guys have done a have done a good job with that. Um, Pastor Shan does have have his set of challenges because as it, with every mayor, you have very educated people who are incredibly involved in the process and they have their vision of what they want the city to do. And so there's always going to be a bit of a rub that the mayor is sort of, you know, has to go into the middle of as a wedge to say, let's try to figure out the best direction to go in that that, that satisfies the needs of people to have the city they want to see, that also at the same time gives the city a chance to grow. It's uh, There's always going to be a challenge there, isn't there? There is. I mean, right now we're wrestling with the issue of short-term rentals. You know, I was just in Destin, and maybe 75% of this area were short-term rentals. We've already had one street. Now seven out of 10 homes are short-term rentals. So right now, I've just made that a, a really big emphasis for me right now. How can we help support the growth of short-term rentals, but we don't want them to overtake neighborhoods? So, so that's what we want to do. So right now, we're working together. We've formed an advisory committee with people who own short-term rentals, those who, who don't. And working together, we're going to come up with a solution. Yeah, listen, uh, we have a family reunion every year in Miramar, you know, next to Destin. And uh, we rent a house with 11 bedrooms. And my my wife's brother's family comes up from uh, Florida and uh, up from uh, down from Nashville. And we've been doing this for 25 plus years coming together as a family. And uh, one of the houses we used to we used to lease, we had we leased we tend to find a house that fits us and we we stay with it. Uh, We two years ago, we changed. But the house we had previously, there was a, uh, of course, there was a short-term rental next door and then a permanent resident next door. <laughs> so what what happened is it, it, the kids made a little bit too much noise in the in the uh, pool. The next door neighbor would, would complain. And, you know, that's. You know that that's one incident, but it really does describe the problem when you have a short-term rental next to a permanent residence. People want their quiet neighborhood, and you never know who's going to get that short, who, who's going to actually rent that that house. Most people are going to be respectful of the neighborhood as we were, but some are going to party and have a good time, and that that does create some problems, doesn't it? It, it does, and we've had that same thing. You know, people partying late at night, shooting off fireworks, things like that, overflowing dumpsters. You know, we've heard 15 cars in the driveway. So you hear everything from the neighbors. So that's what we're trying to do is to come up with the right balance. And we're hoping to, to really uh, tackle this problem early before it really gets out of hand. Because Pastor Chan has typically been, you know, one of the premier residential places on the coast. And, and I think getting back to what you were saying earlier about how the towns work together, I think what we do so well is we complement each other so well. You know, Bluffs and Gulfport, you know, they, they, they have the casinos and so forth, and they have the entertainment and things like that. We have a different size. So that's how we do. We complement each other. Yeah, even, you know, I, I was with the Sun-Herald for 27 years, and the way that we would describe places like Pasquier Shan would be sort of the ultimate bedroom community. I mean, just quiet bedroom community. So with its permanent residences and with uh, a really significant number of Louisianans who ha- who own homes there. I, when I was publisher of the Times Speaking and Old com, uh, I've met an, an untold number of people who had homes or little 
little estates over in the past Christian areas. Quite, quite amazing. Hey, when we come back on the other side, we'll uh, we'll talk to the mayor of uh, pa- past Christian, Jimmy Rafferty, about what he's most proud of so far in his tenure. We'll see you after this. Matthew show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthew show. I have my friend the mayor of the city of Pasco Chan Jimmy Rafferty. And um you know, it's uh, it's uh, it's exciting to see the mayors that we have across coastal Mississippi. You know, I just had Josh Morgan on the show just a second ago, as you heard me say, the top hurricane chaser in the world, who's literally building a home that he will live in during the hurricane season in Bay St. Louis. He has a very successful marketing firm in L.A. where you know that's where his main source of income comes from. But his his hurricane chasing has become sort of a second job for him as well. But we uh, we expressed how lucky we've been this year. So far. I, you know, a, I, I have this feeling, unfortunately, that we still got to make it through the rest of September. And as we learned with Hurricane Zeta, we got to make it through October. And now, you know, we, we will look a little bit less toward Africa and a little bit more toward the Gulf of Mexico and and systems that could emerge here off fr- fronts, et cetera. But so far, so good, my friend, wouldn't you say? Yes, let's keep it away. I mean, last year, we thought we were very lucky. And then, of course, Florida got hit very late in October. So let's just Keep our fingers crossed and, and hope for the best. But but I have a lot of experience with, with hurricanes. We lost a house in Camille, came back the next day and had brick steps to nowhere. We built that 50 yards north of that. Katrina took that one. So we know the power of those hurricanes. Yeah, but we, the resilience we that we have for coming back is even better. Well, I, I agree. I, I talk about it all the time, and I had the honor of writing the forward in Haley's book, America's Great Storm, leading through Hurricane Katrina. And I, I talked about it. I mean, I talk about it all the time on this show, the, the, the basis of learning that we that was created for all of us. I mean, it's not like we had an option. We had to, we had to as Haley said, we had to hitch up our britches and get on with the program. But at the end of the day, what we learned about the resiliency of coastal Mississippi, the resiliency of the heart and soul of coastal Mississippi and people, um, in, a, in a way, we have a bit of a competitive advantage on other other communities because we know when we dig deep, you, we can set the divided and polarized world aside and all come together for the good of each other. And that's that's an amazing learning. And we'll do it again when we have to because it's not a matter of if. It's just a matter of when. And I think we're going to be, because infrastructure has been built back stronger and better, I think we're going to be in a better position the next time. Hey, Jimmy, um, you look back on your tenure as mayor so far. What are you most proud of? Well, I, I, you know, I think I've managed to, you know, strike some very good relationships, you know, not only with the local legislators, but also the ones in Jackson. And we've been very fortunate. We've gotten, since I've been on board, we've gotten $17 million in grants. And that's a good thing. You know, we're about to start uh, almost $10 million worth of water and surge repairs. You know, right after Katrina, you know, we were a parking lot. And we had a lot of repairs to all the water and sewage south of the tracks. Well, now, you know, the, the ones north of the tracks, you know, the, those have been, haven't been updated since the 50s and 60s. So we've been very fortunate getting grants, also our harbor. I mean, we had over $3 million worth of damage from Hurricane Zeta and Ida. 
And we're almost back up to where we were before that. So I think, and then also developing downtown Pastor Jan. If you look right now, it's 17 years after Hurricane Katrina, and we still have grass in a big part of our downtown. But based upon uh, some of these grants, now we're able to give you know uh, a developer uh, some money for infrastructure. Now we're starting to develop the former St. Paul's. You know, it's been St. Paul's church and school forever. That was damaged by Katrina, and, and now it's grass. So now we're having, you know, we're able to provide a million and a half dollars to a developer to come in and build 36 townhomes. That's going to be a great thing. That's going to be 36 additional families walking into town, supporting our existing local businesses. I mean, look at Cat Island Coffee House. It's amazing. It's a small pastor business. They now have an operation on Courthouse Road in Gulfport. The owners told me, though, they promised to keep Pastor Shan as being their global headquarters. But it's just, you know, it's a good thing you have a small town business growing like that. So good things are happening. But, but, but I refer to it in a measured way. What I'm trying to do is just really bring Pastor Shan back to where it was in 1969 before Camille, whereby just all the dots were filled in. You know, nothing over the top, just in a measured way. That, that's what we're targeting. Hey, one of the, one of my favorite shows. If I had to look back over the past year, one of my favorite shows was a was a show that I had with Remmer Covington and Ronnie Daniel. Remmer, the sort of entrepreneurial guy, and uh, Ronnie Daniel, the the charter boat captain. But what they've done down there with Harbor Docks, and the way they talk about it, because Remmer spent a lot of time down in places like Venice, for example. And when you go to Venice, you go there to fish. When you come to Pass Christian, though, you know the the men or whoever in the family family can go fish and whoever's left behind have this wonderful city they can partake in or they can go beyond that if they want to. But the relationship between the charter boat captains, Rimmer Covington's business and and the city, it's, it's just terrific to see the evolution of that kind of innovation, isn't it? That's right. And we just want to you know help support their growth because it's a great thing. I've been out on Ronnie's boats and it's just it's a wonderful experience. And for people listening, if you haven't experienced it, please do, because it, it's rated as one of the top ones in the nation right now. And then yeah. you know, they have the charter boats below and they have Shaggy's restaurant above. So it's just a great, uh, a well-run operation from two great people. It is. It is very significant. In fact, if I remember right, I'm going back and look real quick. It look, I think it was actually rated number one, yeah, <laughs> na- right. na- na- number one in the nation. Yeah. Uh, Pastor Jam for how it accommodated charter boats and, and and people who lease charter boats. But you know, when I drive by there and I, see, I remember Camille, and then of course Katrina, and I, and I look at the reemergence of the city. Um, it's 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 truly amazing. Um, I actually got got uh, engaged to my wife Ann at the Blue Rose when it was, you know, when it was a restaurant. So it has a lot of special significance in my life. So Jimmy, we're out of time, but listen, I I commit to you that we will stay in touch. We're going to do a better job of reaching back out to you from this point forward. Well, thank you very much. And I wish you the best of luck. Thank you very much. This has been Jimmy Rafferty with uh, the city of Pascrishan, the mayor there. And uh, listen, have a great day and we will see you tomorrow. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.